to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Minding My Business, where every single Tuesday we get a powerhouse guest to drop diamonds on you in order to elevate your business, your mindset, and your life. And today I have a special guest, Oana, coming on. I see you here right now, so I'm going to have you come on up sister hi yay i made it we did it we made it transitioning obstacles into opportunities and victories definitely so thank you so much for being on minding my business yeah thank you for having me i know so let me introduce you real quick if i miss up um there's anything that you want me to add that I forgot to say, then just let me know. You're an entrepreneur, a CEO, and a real estate investor. Alana is a leader to many people. She's built an amazing company in a very short period of time. And she's just on to some amazing things. I mean, your personal, your business. Um, that's really all I pulled from your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I would say that's a good intro. Yeah. Yeah, but you're just a woman in her power. I got to personally work with you side by side, and you're just up to so many amazing things, and you're constantly, you're just a breath of fresh air because you actually really execute. And that's what I really admire most about you is you're always about how can I become better, how can I make other people better, and how can we just create, like, massive impact together. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, you've definitely uh, helped me along the journey. Uh, with, you know, like I've, I've done a little bit of work with you for the last few months and you've helped me improve my mindset for sure. I am doing a lot of things in leadership and it does get challenging sometimes. So you've given me the tools to be able to push through that. So thank well, you. It's not about me. It's about you right now. So, uh, <laughs> so what got you into the line of work that you do today? Like, I'm always curious about the backstory of what, what, drove you to choose the career and the line of work that you do? Yeah, so I was actually in college. I was getting a degree in finance and it was like my last semester of college and I was like, shoot, I need to probably get a job now. I was working like three, two jobs at the time and I knew that that wasn't what I was going to be doing. I was selling insurance and um, I was like, I started working for this like financial firm. Well, anyways, I was interviewing Doing and I just didn't like anything. And then I started with that financial firm. They were kind of like a startup. They were looking for somebody to organize them, which is not really my strong suit. I'm not a good organizer. I have people on my team for that. But um, yeah, so I read this book. If you can't wholesale after this, then I've got nothing for you. And I was like, well, I'm looking for freedom of my time. So I want to do something where I can make enough money, but also have the freedom um, and not kind of be like trapped in a nine to five. Uh, so that's pretty much how I got the idea. And then I saw a girl on Facebook who was doing what I wanted to do. And I convinced her to meet me, have a drink with me. And uh, yeah, it was pretty much, she hired me on from there. And then her and I ended up starting our own company together. And then I went off and did my own thing, but that's pretty much how I ended up here. It was like everything kind of aligned. It's like, it was just meant to happen. Yeah, but it's, and that's amazing. It sounded like you had like clarity 
on what you wanted though. Um, and I think a lot of people, they're, they're not sure of themselves, but you have this like certainty about you. Has that always been like a part of your trait? Definitely not. Um, I'm still a little indecisive on things today, but I, and actually working with you kind of helped me uh, get more clear on that because anytime I, you know, want to do something, I have to really get clear on the intent behind it and what I want to see from it. And then any, if I, if I go in and my mind is clear and I know what I need from it or what I want to achieve from it, I feel like the path is a lot easier less resistance. So um, that's kind of something that I've gained over time. And I think just with confidence and like, you know, making a decision and executing and seeing it through and it actually turns into something then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can do that. So I start to build on that confidence and then it gets a lot easier to make a decision. Yeah. I notice like a lot of people, they allow that indecisiveness to almost paralyze them and then they never take action. But you mentioned something really powerful is that you, like, you took action, you you had an idea, you took action, and then more clearly kind of built around that. Is that like a, a good trait of how you, because I know there's a lot of people where that indecisiveness, they won't take any action. And that's where I see a lot of people just really blocking their blessings. Yeah. So I definitely go into a lot of situations where like, for example, um, in my business right now, we're getting into new avenues of real estate. Um, beyond just the wholesaling aspect that we've been doing. And there's a lot that I don't know, but um, I've just always kind of been like, you know, screw it. Let's just go into it. Let's see what happens and we'll figure it out along the way. I think people, a lot of people get stuck in analysis paralysis and you can really block your blessings if you aren't just like, all right, well, let me, you know, let, I don't know everything, but I know some stuff. So let me go ahead and give it a go and, if, you know, if problems come up, then we'll deal with them along the way. I've also had some really good mentors and, um, you know, people who I can lean on. Like, for example, right now, what I'm doing with uh, the new, you know, marketing or the new avenue that we're going with real estate. I met a guy and I kind of, you know, helped him out and his daughter out with the wholesaling side a while ago whenever they were starting it. So, you know, now I'm able to pick his brain about the other way that I'm, you know, wanting to do business. So I've just met some really good people along the way that, you know, have helped me in my journey. Got it. I, I mean, those are some key points because you mentioned to not only like just going for it, but you've intentionally created a support system of people that have what you want or you admire them and you've taken on mentorships and coaching even for yourself because a lot of people don't understand the power behind mentors and coaches and creating a supportive um, I like to call it like an ecosystem but like or even like a network of people where you're able it, they help you thrive mm -hmm. would you be able to explain a little bit more of the impact of that because I think a lot of people they look at people like you they look at somebody like me and like oh well they just they just get it like no we've invested a lot <laughs> yeah yeah a system. yeah I definitely don't just get it I wish that I did I wish it would just like free flow into me but I don't it, I didn't just get it um I don't know I feel like the mentors and like I remember one time Quentin when a mentor of mine said to me like I was like, man, I'm looking for a new mentor. And he was like, when you're ready, the mentor will come. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? That's crazy. I'm not going to just sit around and wait. But it's, 
it's kind of how it has happened. You know, Quentin appeared whenever he did, uh, and he came in a time where I needed him, and he just he appeared at the perfect moment. And then even whenever I was looking for you, I was looking for like a business mentor, and he connected me with you. And it, you know, it wasn't what I was expecting, but it was what I needed. So I feel like just God like puts people in my life that you know not to like make it religious maybe I'm sure there's intent behind it because I am being intentional about what I want but I feel like the people that I need in my life just are placed into my life at the exact point that I need it but yeah they've every person that I've you know considered my mentor has impacted my life a lot you know they're you can you can learn the things that people are teaching on YouTube. There's a lot of good information on YouTube. So if you want to spend hours and hours and hours sifting through information on YouTube and that's how you learn, then great. But for me personally, I like take more of a I like more of a hands-on, like, you know, let's jump into it, let's do it. You know, if I'm doing something wrong, I'm gonna, you know, go to you. I'm gonna be like, hey, this is the issue. <clears throat> what do you think? Help me. <laughs> so that's just kind of how I learn better and how I do things better. I'm more of like a one-on-one, -on -one, um, like type of like. You like that? I have to have that one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> so I like, like to fast no, track a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's but, yeah, mentors have been a big impact. I see your growth like so quickly and people are like, how do you grow so fast? It's like, these are the secrets of growing and healthy speed and being able to fast track years in your business and your life and your health and your finances and everything. Um, and mm -hmm. the things are great as you mentioned, but there's so many missing pieces. And unfortunately today, uh, today, and I don't know, you can agree or disagree, but I've noticed there's a lot of false presenters out there. And they're giving information and it's not actual valid information. They're great marketers, but the content is actually not so great. Yeah, uh, definitely. <clears throat> especially in my field, like in real estate, there is a lot of people, especially wholesaling, um, you know, they'll take a course and they'll go like regurgitate it <laughs> on their own. And like, maybe they have a great personality. They know how to be in front of the camera. So people follow them and they listen to them and, they're not getting all the details. So they jump into this field and then they have legal problems or they didn't fill out a contract correctly or, you know, whatever it may be, there's, there's risk in every business. And yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like fluff on the internet basically. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to like decipher it because if somebody's on the internet and they're flashing their cars at you and their fancy jewelry, then you're like, okay, this person must be really, you know, must be really succeeding in what they're doing. But you never know how people acquired their stuff or if it even is their stuff. So definitely be yeah. cautious and do your research before you pick a mentor. The last, uh, the, the last guest I had on, she called it fact checking. I was like, I never heard that before. She goes, yeah, it's like fact checked. It's like you're getting your hair done. You're getting your nails done. You're going to like want to know there's a consistent pattern of success with that person. I was like, hmm, makes sense. Yeah. So let's dive Definitely. into the back end, which is the woman behind the business. And a lot of like, a lot of the work that we did that you've done, actually, I didn't do any of it. I just kind of got it all. But what was the big shift that people need to understand in your mind of, wait a second, I'm actually the most important person before the business and you carving out time to take care of yourself and prioritize your, your exercise, your, your healthy eating, your horseback riding. I know you want to, your rollerblades. Now you got these light up <laughs> rollerblades. I'm like, what? <laughs> I did. 
Those were the only ones on Amazon, but I love them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think that, you know, it all starts from the top. Uh, being the leader, you have to kind of, you know, you have to be really like headstrong and you have to go in, you have to like motivate your people and like genuinely be a leader. So I would still do that on days where I didn't feel like doing it. And, you know, it, I'm going to continue to do that. I'm not, you know, I'm not always going to be a hundred percent and that's okay. But um, learning how to like take time for myself and like take care of myself and make sure that I'm prioritizing my health and, you know, my mental health too, because that's not really like talked about enough. Yeah. Um, there, uh, I, I can, I could see like that I was, like, I, I could feel the joy in myself again. And like, it was much easier for me to get in there and motivate my team and like have my meetings. And like, I implemented the stuff I didn't, I, before I met you, I didn't even know that I had an issue. Like I genuinely didn't. And then we had our like introductory call. And then I was like, damn, I think I might need her. I was like, I think I might have these problems. So um, I just, I didn't know, like, you know, it's not, it's not something that I like researched, you know, it was just like, I was like, Oh, I've been feeling down for like a couple months, but it is what it is. That's life. I have to keep going. But then whenever I started with you, I started, you know, implementing things in my day, like my morning and night routine, those were critical for me. Um, and I could see that it impacted my days. So yeah, I just started to make it a priority. Yeah. And I think when you first came to me, you're like, so I need a business coach. I'm like, well, do you really like know what I do? Let me like get clear. I mean, yes, your business is going to scale because you're scaling as a human being and your energy is going to be impacted. And then of course, the better you're operating, the better your company and your team and stuff like that is. And so people don't, people are, I think, starting to, but they don't really get it of how can I take time away and that actually make me more money and like, be a better leader and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it's scary as a business owner to take time for yourself and like to, you know, give yourself a little bit of a break and like detach. Um, especially like for me, for example, I have to be in control and it's like, I have to, even if I'm not like, you know, doing the active day to day and I'm not like super heavily involved in every bit of the business, I have to at least like, touch base, you know, every day, see what's going on. So I think it's just scary as a business owner, especially like a small business owner, if you're like running a smaller team to take that time for yourself. And like, for me, I know that I feel like guilty because mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I expect my team to be there nine to nine to five. And so like, I should be there as well. But, you know, you have to remember that you are you know, you're in charge, you know, you're running the company, you're the reason why the bills are paid, you're the reason why there's all those opportunities for everybody in your organization. And it takes a lot to run that and you're working more than just nine to five. So it's okay to give yourself a break. Mm -hmm. What would you say some of like your core, the core beliefs that you were able to prove yourself? Um, I guess prove yourself wrong. Like I would say like, well, how can I prove myself wrong? If I'm trying to reprogram my belief and I know that this is healthy for me, it's going to impact. But like you said, there's that fear and that guilt associated where I shouldn't be doing this or I don't deserve to prioritize myself or, you know, like, cause you're not in that phase anymore. And as a business owner, people go through different phases and different seasons. Mm-hmm. 
I think uh, the taking time away, like to, like, for example, this, you know, this is in the middle of my day, my team's still working, mm -hmm. but uh, and my office is like open environment. So I had to like come home, do it because it's loud in there. So I think um, like allowing my myself to like do these things in the middle of the day and being like it's okay to be gone for a few hours like it's fine mm -hmm. um I think my team kind of has proved me wrong on that because I'll be like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the morning meeting because I have to do this thing but I'll be in right after like and they're like okay like it's fine like we'll run it for you it's not a big deal so I think them doing that has like like allowed me to take a step back like uh one of my one of my main guys um he's like getting into leadership now and he helps out a lot but he's like made comments like that where he's like it's fine like relax like you can do it so i think me myself like i didn't have the realization until he you know him and the rest of the team are like it's okay we can take over that responsibility like we know what we're doing so but that also comes back to you like that comes back to you and your leadership and you um bringing on the right people in your team. One thing I notice with leaders and people that are in charge of other people is they have a very high turnover rate and there's a lack of like core values and leadership. And, but that also comes back to, as you mentioned, to the top, what are some core values mm -hmm. you look for? Like with your inner circle, with the people that you let close into your heart, the people that you look for in mentors or coaches, and even the people that you bring on for your team. Um, I think integrity is a big one. Um, also communication, um, accountability, teamwork. Those are all things that we look for, um, being, you know, determination. Those are all part of our core values. So that's, uh, you know, that was created for the company, but it's something that I apply to all aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Tell us a little bit of some of your non-negotiables. You mentioned you mentioned a morning and your night routine. So meaning, so for those of you listening, Awana knows because she's done the work, but like for those of you listening, non-negotiables are things that you need in place in your day to allow you to operate at your peak performance no matter what's going on in life. These are things that if they're negotiated, you, you mentioned like, you just don't feel good about yourself. You feel like off. Yeah. So, uh, my morning and night routines, which is like, they're both like a six step process. That's uh, non-negotiable for me. Um, before I would just, you know, go to bed and then I would wake up and there was no kind of structure or, um, I mean, it wasn't chaotic because like what could be happening in the morning that's chaotic but it just there was no structure you know I didn't like before I go to bed now I plan for my next day I plan for my morning so I'm set up for success in the morning so those are big ones for me um I also uh work out five days a week that's non-negotiable as well um sometimes I like to get those done in the gym but sometimes I'll have to like go on a walk or whatever if I get too busy but that's also non-negotiable for me and then um, one time a week, like getting out long walk in nature or like horseback riding that I haven't been able to do because it's been raining here in Texas, but yeah, we have like tornado watches happening right now. So you need to crazy out there. Florida. <laughs> you guys have hurricanes, which is scary. Well, you're out of season. Maybe you can be like a, a half, a half and half, you know, the people like yeah. halfway, they only stay for the prime of their place and then they go somewhere else for the other prime. The best I should actually, 
Uh, one of the things that I do in the morning, part of my morning routine is I write down uh, like my life goals and what I'm grateful for. And one of the things that I always write down is I want a house in Florida on the water. Ooh, neighbor. Wait, yeah. so tell us a little bit more about this. This is, this is amazing. So what, is, what do you do in the morning? You write down your goals. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and they're constantly saying, like, the, the power of repetition, the power of writing your goals down. Because a lot of people are like, whatever, I already have them in my head, you know. But mm -hmm. I've noticed the pattern because success leads, leaves clues. And a lot of the people that I interview, they're saying the same things in their own way. Yeah, I actually am reading that book right now. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, so in the morning, I, I in the morning, I wake up, first thing I do is write down my goals as if I already have them. So you know, I have, I have a million dollars in the bank, I am, you know, I, I have amazing mentors, I have amazing leaders inside of my organization, you know, whatever it may be, I write down my goals as if I already have them, like I have a house in Florida on the water. Mm -hmm. And then um, uh, after I do that, I also spend some time with just what I'm grateful for. Um, so that is part of, that is my morning. That is what I journal in the morning. And then at night I journal, you know, my wins, my challenges, reframe and my intentions. And actually I think there's um, a lot of power in repetition because I started my intentions with you um, in, you know, a few months ago, whenever we first did it. And I feel like I don't have to, to like repeat those things in my brain anymore like I feel like I've gotten good at some of those things and so I can replace them with new things that I'm working on but yeah so this sounds all amazing you know we're in a good mood but what happens in days where you wake up and you're just not in a good mood and you don't want to do it I force myself to do it anyways it might just be a shorter version of it I'll just like you know write down my most important goals and my uh, top few things that I'm most grateful for. But yeah, I just force myself to do it anyways. I feel like guilty when I don't get it done. I'm like, crap, I skipped a day. I'm not going to get that goal, which probably isn't healthy, but um, I do. I, I just do like a shortened version of it. Or if like I'm, I wake up a little late, I'll just do a shortened version. Yeah. Well, this is what I like talking about because you're like, Oh yeah, but it's great if you're in a good mood or you just don't get it because you are already successful. You know, people don't understand the journey. So anything that will help people right now, especially the journey, because your business is thriving. Like you guys are thriving. And I know a lot of people that aren't. Um, and they sometimes just need those words of encouragement is what you're saying is just do it anyway. You don't feel like it. Your emotions aren't reliable. Do it anyway. You know? Yeah. I mean, we have, you know, we have months where we're up and down, like the market's changing and, you know, we feel the effects of that and we're having to pivot and, you know, get creative. And it is, I mean, it is what it is. There's no business that's going to be amazing all the time. Well, well, no, no, like startup is my company's only two years old. So I still have, you know, the growing pains. So there's struggles all the time. There's new problems that we have to work through and we always do, but um, being dedicated and determined to yourself first, and then, you know, your mindset is right. You, you know, you set your day up the way it needs to be and you're good to go internally as a person, then you can go and you can take that mindset over to your team. Um, and then, you know, you guys can work together to solve those problems, but yeah, not every day is a good day and that's just part of life, but you have to keep doing the things that prove to be successful. Amen to that. Mm. 
Amen. <laughs> what tools do you use to help you pivot when you mention where there's times? I mean, we can all agree we're in a time where people do have to be extra creative. Like even myself, I'm hosting workshops and doing live events and doing all these things. And what you mentioned, like having to be creative and having to pivot, what tools do you use? Um, number one, to know when it's time to pivot. Like, how do you know when it's time to pivot? And number two, what tools do you use to like pivot? So with my industry, uh, we, so we buy and sell real estate. So we are in, you know, we're at the forefront of dealing with sellers. And then we also deal directly with buyers. So we see what's going on with both sides of my industry with sellers and also buyers. And then um, I am an agent too. So I, since I see what's going on in the market, you know, we're looking at comps daily. So um, I'm, I've definitely never experienced like a downturn in the market before. Uh, well, I have in my life, but I wasn't old enough to care or know anything about it. So <laughs> this is like my first time. So I'm kind of learning as I go. Um, I see, you know, I'm a part of like uh, the Facebook groups, all the real estate groups. So I kind of see what they're saying in there. But I take that with a grain of salt because everybody loves fear mongering on the Internet. So I try not to um, fall into that. Well, the, the market is changing, but I try not to get too attached to that because what I mean, there's. It, it's not going to be productive for me to be in a fearful mindset and like be in a scarcity mindset. It's I'm, I'm looking for abundance and how I can, you know, continue to grow and how we can make it through the market. So we pay attention to what's going on with the sellers and the buyers from the conversations that we have daily. So um, we don't always catch it before it happens, but we'll catch it during correct. And then, um, you know, pay really close attention to it moving forward. So my team is a big indicator of that. Um, they, you know, we, we meet weekly and we talk about what's going on in the market. We're constantly talking about our deals and, you know, if we're not able to like sell a deal. Why was it the numbers or the area or, you know, just the buyers, we didn't have the right kind of buyers. So we're constantly analyzing like every piece of a puzzle in our business. And you're on it. You mentioned like daily, you don't just pretend it doesn't exist. And cause I think a lot of times people want to be so positive and think about the good they like shut down of what's going on. It, you have to understand in order to be creative, the problem or the challenge and how you can transition it from what you're saying into some form of a, a solution for people, mm -hmm. for your buyers and your yeah. Hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So Click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. That's amazing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're, we're lucky that we get to be in, you know, direct communication with the sellers and the buyers. So we, we kind of know where their mind's at. So um, I don't know about every other industry. I just, I, I just know about this one and that's, that's how we do it. But I do pay attention to what happens like online just a little bit to see what the people yep. are saying, you know, what am I missing? What, what, what did I not catch from the sellers or the buyers? So, yeah. Yeah.
there, uh, definitely people in your same industry you can connect with. I think that would be uh, something good. But also the mentors that I've had uh, are in real estate. So I'm able to talk with them and see how their companies are doing, compare it to my own company. And, you know, if they're like doing amazing, then I'm like, okay, the market's fine. If everybody's struggling, then I'm like, okay, the market's like taking a hit a little bit. It's not my business per se. It's, yeah. it's just what's going on in the industry. So let me ask you this. There's a lot of people, I think, that have like this duality of this concept. Um, and it's not right or wrong. It's just what is going to lead to the greatest level of success. Many people are going to think they're going to have to fend for their own. But when you're talking about like partnering up with people, even in your same industry, many people would have a fear of like competition, but you look at it as alliances. Mm -hmm. Has that led to like, like a bigger part of you growing a lot faster as well? Because sometimes people are like, oh, well, I don't want to partner with people in my same line of work because then it's competition. Yeah. Well, well that's scarcity mindset. So I avoid that entirely. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what I think it's Grant Cardone and Elena Cardone say all the time, collaboration is the new currency. I don't know if they got that from somewhere else, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, even whenever I first started my business, I, um, connected with this guy who he had already started his company. Um, I think he was like a year in, so he wasn't super, super, you know, experienced in the industry, but we just kind of you know, we kept in contact, we talked about what, you know, he was doing in his business, what I was trying, what he tried that didn't work, what he tried that did work, what I was trying, you know, that didn't work and what did work. So um, I think that even just starting my business and collaborating with somebody who was uh, more knowledgeable than me, even if they only had an extra year of experience, really jump started, you know, a lot of people have a hard time getting their companies going, um, their wholesale companies going if they even do get them going. And so for me to like connect with that guy and like take pieces of what he was saying and I was able to apply it. It definitely, uh, you know, in the first month we hit, we made 60 grand. So, and that was a team of just three of us. So that, that was pretty good for your first month. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I do attribute that a lot to being able to talk to him and see what was working and what wasn't working. Yeah. And, and that what you're saying comes down to really the shift in your mindset of like, I could either struggle alone or I can, you know, get success and abundance. Yeah, definitely. And then whenever you're talking to people that have more experience and, you know, you're personal, personable and they start to like you, you know, they feel some kind of like, um, like personal obligation to not let you fail or like give you advice. So it's making those connections is never going to hurt. And you never know whenever you can, you know, return the favor and help them out. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you're feeling like low or you're feeling so one thing is I always we talk about this about yellow lighting when you're personally feeling as far as like red light is like oh my god it's too late I'm burnt out a lot of people especially entrepreneurs are like don't know when to stop and they end up burning out and then they're not able to be creative or execute on certain things especially in times like this where this mental paralysis might kick in right people are in fear and fear can block our brain um, and yellow lighting is more of like, okay, something's off. Like, let me stop and like get myself back into green, which is thriving. What tools or resources do you go to when you're feeling like you're yellow lighting to help you get back into the green, um, versus going into the red? Mm, I would say like, just 
taking some time for myself. But for me, usually whenever I'm like feeling burnt out is because I'm bored of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So typically what I do is I add something else. <laughs> so I put in something else that excites me. And now I can, you know, I devote my attention to what I was doing before. Like I don't move on from it, but uh, I add something new. So that was a big thing for me whenever I started working with you is I was like burnt out, but I didn't know that I was burnt out. I was just like so over it, but I was bored of what I was doing because even if I continue to like scale and grow my team, it's kind of the same stuff, you know, it's gonna, mm -hmm. it, it's not anything like new and exciting and I want to continue to challenge myself. So, so far for me, like the burnout has been, um, you know, I get a little bored, so I'll add something new, but I also um, take time for myself self like I'll take time and I'll like go get a massage or like I'll do something for myself like once a week that I feel like can allow me to like step back or like even sometimes if I'm super burnt out I'll take just the whole weekend off like I'll just be like I'm not doing anything this whole weekend which is not something normal for me like I'm always constantly doing something on Saturdays or Sundays so I'll um, just take a weekend off it's okay there's plenty more weekends in life where you can get all the work done, but just take some time for yourself because if you hit that red, even whenever you hit the yellow, it's hard to get yourself up to go and do the things that you need to do and you're just being less productive over a longer period of time. Yeah. I love how you said that too. One of the things too is you, you've really understood and recognized your personality trait because if you don't understand your personality trait as you mentioned, it's going to be like the same thing you're creating, but it's not going to change the way you feel. A lot of times we think like when I do blank, then I'll feel blank. You know, when right. I scale my business, then I'll take time for myself and I don't have to feel the way that I'm feeling right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a big thing for me was actually that you like, it was, a, it was a literal game changer for me. I felt like stuck, you know, I, I have a big goal. I want to get to a hundred million in annual revenue. So I'm like, you know, with what I'm currently doing, I'm sitting there thinking like, damn, I'm going to have to scale this thing freaking huge to get to a hundred million. And it's just not what I want to do. But you told me you were like, there's many different ways to get to your end destination. And like, for me, I don't know my personality type. I just, that thought never even crossed my mind. So um, that was like my funk and what all of my like yellow lighting was about is that I was like, you know, I have this big, big thing that I want to do, but I'm like 90% sure that I don't want to do it the way that I'm currently doing it. So that's whatever I heard that from you. It like opened my eyes. It literally changed my whole mood for the rest of ever since you said that I've been in. The that was worth the whole like, two months. <laughs> it was worth it. It was totally worth it. So that is what I needed to hear. I don't know why, but to, yeah. to me, that never even crossed my mind. So whenever I heard that, I'm like, I felt lighter. So now I'm like trying different things that I want to do. We're getting into commercial and we're getting into uh, creative financing and it excites me. So yeah. I'm back. I'm back. Back is better than ever. <laughs> but it's yeah. true. Yeah. overcome a subconscious block. It's like your whole life can course correct in the most amazing way possible. And it's, it, it's, it's real. It's like that moment, like that epiphany happens or you reprogram a belief and you create new opportunity. It becomes like more exciting. And when you're excited, it's like, it's like, for example, exercise. When my coach tried to tell me to go on the stair stepper, I'm like, you're out of your mind or told me to run. I was like, I'm not running unless I see a snake. That's it. You know, I'm not running. Anywhere. I'll be like, I'll glide. 
I'll rollerblade. I'll the same thing in fitness. They, they think it has to be one way and all or nothing. And it is a big part of an entrepreneurial uh, personality trait or even an overachiever um, is that all mm -hmm. or nothing mindset. Yeah, definitely. It, it's crazy how like people, I don't know. There's just, I think it's because of like, I'm influenced by like the internet. Like I listen to the internet and then the internet gets in my brain and I'm like, I have to do this one thing this certain way. But even whenever I talk to uh, Preston, who's yeah. one, he's one of my new mentors. He tell, he talks about it all the time. He's like, you know, you can achieve the things you want to achieve without working yourself into the ground. Like you don't have to hustle hard every single moment of your life in order to gain the things that you want to do as long as you're determined and you're consistent like you're gonna get to where you want to go and if you have a good team and you have good people and you're a good leader and you can delegate and blah blah, blah like there's a lot of, of different ways to get to where you want to go instead of just you know working yourself endlessly and working 16 hour days and it's just not healthy like it's not what we're supposed to do yeah i don't personally yeah, people you know, i don't think you're put on this earth to to what did you say? You broke up. I, I have a time you. limit. Can you hear me? Oh, <laughs> who's time? I have a time limit. I have a time limit on my social medias and I just hit the limit. I have a one hour limit a day. Oh, so it kicked me out. <laughs> well, we're honored that you are spending this one hour here intentionally and even social media, like being intentional. One thing I want to mention too, that I want people to know that you're doing is um you can create your own lane i had to do that for my business um i know you're doing that for your business a lot of times people think like i don't see any options of exactly what i want to do well, that's where you have to do that yeah mm -hmm. definitely you also helped me see that. that that was another game changer for you as well you're like oh okay cool so i can take bits and pieces and put it into what i'm creating for myself yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Amazing. How do you, how do you keep focused when there's so many distractions? You mentioned like the internet, you put a time limit on it, you're time monitoring it. You have <laughs> um, people that are, you know, looking to you for advice and mentorship and leadership within your team. Um, and you're an up and coming like leader in your industry you guys if you don't know Alana yet like you're gonna know her you know her now and you're gonna see her consistently like thriving and winning um so definitely go follow her and but like how do you stay focused when everything could possibly be distracting you mm, that's a great question uh, you just have to <laughs> I mean there's no other I mean you just have to you know you have to be you have to have the discipline in order to do it. I mean, there's there's no other way around it. There's going to be a lot of distractions in life forever and always. Uh, you know, you, you have a family, you grow the family, you have kids, you know, you have husband, wife, whatever. There's a lot of things going on at all times. Social media. Um, but yeah, you just have to dedicate, you know, be super intentional about what you want and make sure that you're doing everything in your power to hit your goals. Yeah. So you might mentioned discipline earlier on you also mentioned structure you mentioned how when we first started you didn't have really any structure for your morning and night routine now there's actually structure there so when you have something to focus in on you can't be like dabbling with your time or dabbling with your life mm -hmm. yeah exactly uh, a word that you mentioned to me was drifting 
that, that a lot of people just drift. I never, I never thought about that, but it's, I guess, pretty easy to do that. So I do that at night sometimes. I, with my nighttime routine, I, I try not to, but um, even just like, like scrolling mindlessly on social media because it'll, you know, kind of keep you away from the, you know, you're a little distracted, you know, you don't have to focus your mind on like the business stuff or whatever's going on in your life. But yeah, drifting is something I did not know about, but something I certainly have done in parts of my days. <laughs> Until I learned the word, yeah. I'm super mindful of it now. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of people that just drift, and drifting is just not thinking. You're just like going through the motions, and you're not being intentional. And I notice with a lot of elite human beings like yourself that you you actually intentionally, unintentionally drift at the end of the day with like television or social media, because you don't want to think you get to actually escape reality for just a short period of time. Um, but that's mm. where drifting intentionally of doing things that are good for you um, will actually like contribute adding value, which is when we drift in ways we're like watching. <laughs> Remember that one time, can you share with them about like how you go to bed until like 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, like, oh my God. Or something. Something. Yes, I literally watched. I don't know. I was on TikTok, and I don't know how I got here, but I ended up getting. It was whenever you guys had all the hurricanes going on. Yeah, and so I ended up getting on the hurricane videos, and then TikTok turned into like doom and gloom. And I was on there for like probably like four hours, just like like of doom. And it was like three or four in the morning, and I was like, okay, like I seriously have to go to bed now. But then I was like riddled with all this anxiety that I couldn't even go to bed because I just watched so many hours of horrible things happening in the world so yeah, yeah you be intentional off. about what you're watching it started off don't feel like me and then, well but a lot of people do and i'm glad you said that too but because it then it triggered to something you're like why did i have so much anxiety i'm like wait a second let's go backwards what did you do the night before and you're like oh well, i was watching stuff and i was like so concerned for florida and then i started getting into the history of it and you're like went down the road i was like okay that's why you had anxiety <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, I I did learn my lesson from that I have not done that again so yeah but it, it's true because a lot of the things we can prevent like our mental health you, you mentioned mental health based on the little things that we're doing every single day and it creates such a big impact on if you're having anxiety if you're struggling with depression if you're struggling with like feeling blah or if you're drifting mm -hmm. um all these things mm -hmm. relate but, and we can all attest to it. Even for me, I'm like, why did I wake up feeling like this? What did I do? You know, yeah. kind of like always. So when you are, you're super busy and, or you're super productive, you're a woman with a vision, you're building your empire, you're a leader, you are also working on you. You've got goal, goals for your personal, for your business, for everything. But when it comes to actually like relationships, and inner circle friends and you've grown a lot in a short period of time I mean, since the time that you and I started working together but have you and you can share what you want you don't have to get it as detailed but I get asked this question a lot as far as when you change and other people don't want to grow with you like how does that work or how does it work? yeah <laughs> So I feel like this has been something that's kind of like always happened uh, to me throughout my life is I'll like outgrow certain people and it's sad because I'm like, I'm going to miss them. But, you know, they're not 
I, I can love them from afar, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, it's like in my inner circle, uh, my inner circle is super small. Um, you know, it's mostly consistent of my family and, you know, the people that mentor me and some friends, but it just happens, you know, it's part of life. You're going to, you're, you know, shooting for the stars. You have a lot of things going on. You, you know, you want to be better and you, you don't want to be stuck in the same place that you were at before. And sometimes friends don't get it and they don't want to elevate with you. And, you know, I, I was having a problem with a friend whenever I talked to you about it and, and you were like, you know, you can't pull her, you know, you can't force her to be better and want better for herself. You can only do better and hope that she wants to, um, you know, elevate herself, like basically like your inspiration. So, um, yeah, I think that's kind of how you deal with it. I don't know that I, I haven't, I, I haven't had a lot of, um, I don't know, it just happens naturally, you know, like if you're, I'm focused on my growth and what I'm doing and I would love to take my people with me and the people that are still with me come with me and they, you know, elevate themselves. But the people who haven't came with me just are comfortable where they're at and that's okay. That's what they choose to do in life. Yeah. But I, I have to keep going. And I love, love though how your mom is like wanting to grow with you. It's the coolest thing because you do see the people that actually want to, it's, it's like effortless. You just share it with them and like, Oh my God. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like I want to know. And there's a willingness there's mm -hmm. a willingness for the people that actually do want to rise and be a part of that journey with you. And it's really cool when you have somebody as close as like family members. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I didn't know if she would be on board with it. Cause I know some of the stuff is like, not weird, but it's like, you know, you have to be really comfortable with yourself to like, you know, let yourself be like vulnerable and like, yeah. kind of like silly. So um, I, I, but she's on board. She's, she was already doing it before. I didn't even know that she was like doing some of the stuff. Like she meditates every day and I didn't even know that. And really? Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, oh. I, uh, I started cause I got my like meditation thing on the floor yeah. and I started doing that. And I was like, mom, you have to use my meditation square. Like it's amazing. <laughs> so I like set the mood. Right. And she's like, she started talking to you about, you know, what she does and she's like super knowledgeable about it. So didn't wow. even know. I wonder why she yeah. first shared it. Maybe she knew you weren't ready for it. Or maybe not. Maybe. maybe she just, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe she just like wanted to keep it for herself. I'm not sure. So selfish. I know. <laughs> but I was like, I have to tell you immediately what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even for me, like yesterday, I got a call from, I had to get back to like 10 people. And you know, you have so many people from personal like business or like people you had met once or twice. So like, I don't understand. You don't make time for me. But the people that like get it, they're like, oh, cool. Like I get it. I'm so busy. And you just pick back up. And I'm like, listen, I can't stop and explain my lifestyle to you. If you don't get it, I, I understand it's no judgment, but like you, you have our, our, our energies have to match. If you're going somewhere, if, it, if we're going to hang out, it's got to be a forward movement. It can't just be sitting here talking about like the past or, you know, complaining about something. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. Um, that was an issue that I was having is like, I was, I was so busy and like, you know, the market was changing. I was focused on my team. We had a really bad month. I mean, like really bad, like worse than we've ever had. And so I was, you know, devoting my time to that. I don't want to go out and like party and whatever is going on. <laughs> like I just, I have to uh, take care of my team. I need to make sure that I'm pivoting, paying attention to the market, you know, putting a plan in place and, um, 
my friend was like, you know, taking offense to my lack of time. And I'm like, I just, I don't have the time for it right now. So, you know, not, not everybody understands and I don't expect them to. It's just, I just have to make the decisions that are best for me. Yeah. And I I think the best thing too is people feel like they're not needed and that hurts them. But if you are somebody that doesn't understand more of an entrepreneur mindset or somebody who's super driven, the best thing you can do is say, how can I support you? Like, like, Hey, I know you're super busy. Do you want me to pick us up some food? You know, like that's still a forward movement. Like, wow, you just, you just added so much like value to make life a little bit lighter. You know? Um, I mean, that's how I would, I would think like if I had people that didn't understand, but they still want to be like, Hey, like, like, Hey, can I pick you up something? Or do you need anything? Like, how can I make things a little bit easier for you? Cause it's a relationship. Yeah. I think not a lot of people think like that. You know, everybody's like kind of takes everything personal, even though you can explain and say like, it's not personal. It's just what I have to do right now. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah. maybe me, I, I mean, I am a strong communicator as part of the things that I'm working yeah. on. So well, this maybe. is also for people to understand because like, even though this is for women, this platform is for women, we still love our men. But even, I mean, I think a lot of men don't understand very driven women and our mindset. And so if you have a very driven woman or a woman friend or somebody that you aspire to date or be with, like, these are the mindsets you have to understand. <laughs> You want to, people are going to be in your inbox now. Like, can I bring you a No, they're going to be in yours. Hey girl, what's up? (laughs) How how can I support you? That's what your inbox is going to be filled with now. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Um, So, all right. I can't believe we're already done. It's been such a great conversation. If you had one thing to share with somebody if you had one thing to share with somebody where you could add so much value or shift the way that they live life for the better, what would that one thing be for them to take with them on a day-to-day basis? I think something that we've just been talking about throughout this hour is be intentional, set clear goals. There is a really big, uh, you know, it's, it's super powerful to write down your goals each day and be super intentional about your life. And, you know, don't make excuses and don't let people deter you in a different direction. If you know what you want and you are intentional about it, you know, what what is it? The law of attraction? What is it? Action, intent plus action. There's another one. Elevated emotion equals law of attraction. Yeah. So, so creation or manifestation, which is like what I bring into my life is, um, elevated emotion. So actually believing what you're setting, you can achieve and to feel good about it versus feel guilty or bad. Elevated emotion plus um, action and clear intention. So you got to take action on it, which is a lot of what you're talking about too, which is clear attention, feeling good about it, doing what you got to do to get yourself in a better space. And also, um, yeah, take that massive action, be clear about where you're going and what you want. You mentioned that. Yeah, so that that is what I would recommend to everybody out there who's thinking of starting something or afraid to. We're in the day and age of the internet where you can literally make money on the internet for not doing illegal things, totally legal things online. And, you know, there's a lot of money to be made out there and you're able to have whatever life you want to have as long as you're intentional about it and you go for it. So don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dreams and don't let people sway you in a different direction if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. Especially when you say don't let people swing in a different direction because a lot of people that comes back into like the drifting and not being clear on what you want and making sure that you have the mastermind of people or the mentors at the inner circle to bring you more clarity towards that direction. Definitely. People love projecting their own insecurities on others. So don't listen to that. Don't listen to that noise. Just do what you need to be doing and ignore them. That's why this show is created. Mind your business. Minding my, minding my business. You're minding your business. And together we can add value to each other and, you know, create bigger impact. And let's elevate. I love it. Let's right. do it. Well, thank you so much for being on Minding My Business. You dropped so many diamonds for those watching, watching the replay. Drop your comment below on one of your greatest takeaways from today. And in the meantime, mind your business. If you're in a mood, don't project it on other people. Get yourself in a better state. Take, take one thing from today, integrate it and implement it because the integration and implementation is 99% of your greatest growth. And until next Tuesday, I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to tanyacoliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.